We're here to help you navigate your business growth with strategic conversations and insights from experts in multiple industries. Welcome to Wayfinding Growth. This episode is brought to you by Impulse Creative. I'm Jackie, and if you want to see real results and work with great humans to grow your business, then Impulse Creative is your agency, and I'm your contact. Reach out to me through our website, impulsecreative.com today, and let's chart your course for growth. From a website that will get results to helping implement a marketing strategy, we're here to help your business grow. Hey there, Wayfinders, I'm Remington Begg. Welcome to the show, I'm Dan Moyle, and uh, Remington, we are back with another pull back the curtain on Impulse Creative. Uh, today we're talking about networking relationships for growth. What did you, so we just finished it. What's yeah. fresh in your mind that you're like, I, I got to have listeners and viewers check this part out. What yeah. did you walk away with? Well, two, one, I'm like, I really need to get out and get out of my cave more. Um, but two, um, you know, I think the big thing is being intentional about every piece of marketing you're doing. Networking is a marketing tactic. It can be, but it needs to be focused as like relationship building. And I gave some, I gave some fun, fun sound bites on that. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Chalk full of information. Uh, one of the things I love that you said, uh, especially when you're starting out or you're a small company, yeah. marketing budget versus I need to live budget. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, what, and what you can do with that. Uh, I love that. And I love the example too that you gave of the, the, the business owner that came to you and said, I need help. Here's what I have. And you were like, well, let's go old school. Uh, so those yeah. are both really good. And, and related, yeah, he looked so at me really funny when I said that too. Like, you don't want to take my money and run really? No, actually don't. Integrity. <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, so here, here we go. We're about ready to start. Uh, if you want to listen on the go, remember we have audio only on your podcast player of choice. And if you want to watch, you can see each episode at wayfindinggrowth.com. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode in your inbox. Edmonton, here we go. Season three, episode four. Let's set a course for growth. Woo! Edmonton, welcome back to the, uh, the Wayfinding Growth therapy sessions. Dun, dun, dun. These, as much as I love interviews, like these, these got to be my favorite. I learned so much about, about you and about the company and just about running a business and growth. So awesome. I'm excited. Um, so today we're talking about networking and relationships for growth. Because mm. In order to grow, you got to have people, right? Yep. So how does networking play a part in the growth of Impulse Creative? Sure. So we have never, like, we're not funded. <laughs> We're self-funded, which meant right. that, um, you know, our clients buying stuff from us funded us to be able to make stuff for the next client, essentially. So, you know, over the years, um, you know, when you're small biz, you don't have marketing budget per se. Um, you really have like, I need to live budget. And then it, and then it grows from there. And um, so there's a lot of things that companies don't, really think about and I know you you know Ivan Meisner and BNI um, BNI groups we've both talked about that in previous episodes but mm -hmm. um, people don't think about networking and relationship building as a strategy I would say I think they just like it's like a byproduct it's like oh I need to go out and meet people so I can I can close some deals um, you know, and then you got like the type A salesperson. It's like, I just got to, got to get through my 99 no's to get my one. Yes. Um, you know, that's not exactly what we're talking about here, but, um, but like networking in general 
should be intentional and it should fit into like a strategy. Like we've got several things to tie right into our, um, you know, our, our onboarding documents about how to speak in an elevator, how to speak to a room if you're supposed to go around the table. And most entrepreneurs I know are horrified at that moment and really mess up the whole pitch. You know, there's a big opportunity to stand out. And so um, networking is great because it's all about relationships, especially in this online world. Um, and it doesn't cost much. So you said online world. Can you network online as well as you used to be able yeah. to in person? As well as probably not. But where you can't, um, I still think human to human interfacing is invaluable. Hmm. Um, I think that the next best thing is digital human to human interfacing. <laughs> so, you know, but one of the things that, you know, really, we'll, we'll go back in time. So when Rachel and I first started the company, we needed to go out and get sales. And one of the biggest ways that we did it is we went out around to these networking events or these mixers or, you know, these trade shows and we worked the room. Like we, we had, you know, either we knew that certain people were going to be there. Um, and we wanted to just softly introduce ourselves or we were like, we need three meaningful conversations and then we can go home. And, um, you know, so we'd work off each other with that. You know, it's, you're not, it's very inbound when you think about it, but it was before like inbound. Um, but you go into these things and you start to nurture these relationships. Well, that was before Facebook was really a thing. And um, you went to those networking events and then the next time you saw them, was the next networking event you went to, right? So you could continue that conversation. So mm -hmm. you bring in online now, you can meet someone, really like them. Hell, you can like put your phone next to them and now like LinkedIn auto ports over who they are. Like it's crazy, right? right? So now you've met someone, you had that meaningful conversation and now you, it extends that conversation, I think more than it, it creates it, but you could do it without. I mean, we have some networking groups where people are like, oh my God, I love you guys. Um, and we've never met them in real life, <laughs> um, but we've met them because we like see pictures of their babies or their motorcycles on a really cold day um, and that kind of thing. <laughs> it's, it's funny because uh, <laughs> I just wrote yesterday. Um, yeah. it, what's funny though, is like you talk about, you use air quotes for in real life. Right. Man, it's a gray area nowadays, right? Like digital sure. is part of real life. Um, yeah. I, had a, so I had a conversation totally unrelated with, um, with, with Geraldine De Reuter, who has this presentation uh, about a smart woman's guide to surviving online harassment. Mm. And she talks about how like it, it, it's online when it happens, but it becomes so much part of your life. Yeah. Because, you know, in the negative side of things, when somebody threatens you online, it becomes real life. But in the yep. positive sense, same kind of thing, right? We connect with people digitally, but then we think we know them. Mm -hmm. And that's such a, a powerful thing. But I, but I agree though. I love how that face-to-face -face, human to human like anchor yeah. in person has to be like, that's where it becomes gold. I've told people over the years, social media sucks until you take it offline. Sure. That's when it becomes gold. Yeah. Uh, being yeah high, then, um, that's a little hyperbole. It doesn't suck, yeah. but like, yeah, anyway. Right. Well, yeah. And then, you know, so we have a lot of times, like I actually had one yesterday where I had a conversation with a gentleman and you know, he's like, I want to get going on my marketing and like, I need all these things and how much is it going to cost? And he had a really, really light budget. And, um, you know, it was like $700. And, and I was like, you should get some business cards. Um, 
spend some money on them, make them look really beautiful and um, practice your pitch in front of a mirror and then spend $500 on a BNI membership and business networking international, which is a weekly meeting where you like give referrals and you build relationships and you have conversations. And I was like, that's the best, that's the best 500 bucks, $700 you'll spend. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was like, I can't just pay you to do it. No, like you got to do the work, right? You got to go. So, so once, once I told him he's got to get out in front of people and like build these relationships, suddenly like his mindset shifting, he's like, Oh, he's like, so I got to tell people about this. Right. And it's, it's not just, a, and I'm, it's not just knowing someone on social and expecting them to buy it's, it's building the relationships, getting people to know, like, and trust you. And that's something Ivan Meisner like was way ahead of his time with B, when he, when he founded BNI, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you think about that and there's a great episode of your interview on storytellers, you should share um, with, with, I don't know what episode that is, but yeah. Well, I'll I'm sure you'll show notes. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it was just one of those things that, you know, when, when you're getting started, the risk's really high, you have to find something that's relatively safe. Um, and a lot of times you're going to put time in where else there else where otherwise there'd be money. But where I was going with this, and it was a really long road and thanks for following me is we, um, you know, that consistency is really huge and where B and I, it's gotta be 13, 14 years ago since I, um, like when I first joined B and I was one of those things where you perpetually saw someone every week when other networking events were monthly or quarterly. So you think about how many more instances of that relationship happened um, and when opportunities for that trust to build, hopefully could also go the other way. Um, you know, and that's, that's just that consistency in general, but then you add social media on top of that, that the Delta between those days starts to shrink. Right. Because like I saw, like you and I don't live next to each other, but I saw that you had a lot of fun on a cold bike yesterday. Right. right. Like, that's just that kind of relationship. And if you're connecting with people and you're being intentional and not being a creepy sales guy, I think there's significant opportunity to really grow your business or grow your portfolio. If you're working for a business, I don't think it's uh, unique to just entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, and we'll get, I want to go back to the, um, the very old school thing you had there. Yeah. Um, in just a second, but I also want to, I also want to put a pin in, you talked about us and our relationship and that we don't live next right. to each other, but you know what I did. I find it very interesting that I think a lot of our growth at Impulse Creative has come through relationships. Yes. Um, George came aboard because of your relationship. I came aboard because of our relationship. Like, so I want to, I want to get into that in just a minute here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't not not forget that. Um, Mm -hmm. But interesting to me though, that when this guy came to you and said, here's my small budget, you didn't just take it and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you, the secret sauce. Instead, you gave him an old school, what I would consider old school yeah. business cards. Really? Right. Like business <laughs> cards? But it's interesting that you said, but take some time, make them look good, make them, you know, uh, something that people will want to take with them and actually do something with, and then practice your speech, your, your pitch, your idea, your story, mm-hmm. and then go join this BNI group, which BNI is great and, they're, and they are truly international. But right. That almost feels old school too. Like, sure gosh, how simple is that really what it comes down to is just doing the right things? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it is. And, you know, it forces you into a mindset. You have an immediate feedback loop. You've got, you know, there's just, especially when you're starting out, right? There's just so much 
uh, you can feel very isolated <laughs> yeah. um, if, you, if you're starting out. And, and that's, that's where, you know, networking really becomes intentional. And that's something that BNI does a really great job in, like teaching you is, you know, you're not just sitting around the room just shooting the shit. You're, you're sitting around the room and you're being intentional. You know, they have a premise, givers gain. And, you know, and you just look for opportunities to help others and it turns around and, and, you know, will reciprocate. He's pulling down the book. Yes. The go-givers. Yes. The go-giver. Go so, you know, there's, there's just, I think a lot of lessons in that, that a lot of times people don't really think about, like you don't learn that in business school, hmm. but you, but you learn that really quick when you start a business. Um, trial by fire. Right. And, mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, you learn how to deal with different personalities, people challenge you, you, you know, and you get to build those relationships, but that's, that's a really huge piece. And so we took a lot of those learnings and, you know, Rachel and I would do these networking events and go around all these shows and like all the way down to signal, uh, a signal, like, I really don't want to talk to this person anymore, but I'm being polite. Like, a couple tugs on an ear and we have this like signal between each other where Rachel would be like, Oh, Hey honey. And like, she'd introduce and like, I'd also have another thing if I didn't remember a person's name and she'd be like, Oh, Hey, I'm Rachel. Like I'd totally play that. I like didn't introduce my wife. Totally. Yes. Totally. <laughs> right. So I'd like, like touch my nose or something. And then she'd be like, Hey, I'm Rachel. I'm, what was your name? And I'd be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so rude. Right. But, but we're actually getting the information out. Sounds like we're like shisty now, but, um, <laughs> but we, we do that in a way where we were in, intentional and then we'd, we'd show up, we'd hit our goal, if you will. And it was just like three conversations, three meaningful conversations was all we wanted. Not three leads, not three customers, just meaningful conversations. And then we move on and, and go to cultivate that. And I think that a lot of the people that I've talked to over the years, um, if they did it long enough, saw a lot of success. Uh, because there's that, that consistency. Um, and that really drove our business for like three to four years. That was like the primary driver um, before, you know, we got to a point where we had so much momentum where the time that we personally spent in those meetings wasn't justifiable anymore, um, just from a cost point of view. So you, you said earlier about working the room. Yeah. And you also said it without being a creepy sales guy. Yeah. Uh, or, or creepy sales gal. Um, so how do you, how do you Remington mm -hmm. or did you and Rachel sure. network without, because when like network sounds like a dirty word nowadays, right? Like, mm -hmm. Oh, I gotta go network. Oh, how yep. do you do that without being a taker? Sure. That's a great, that's a great question. So, um, always be the first one to ask what they do. Okay. Right. Um, ask what they do and actually listen instead of waiting for them to stop talking so that you can say what you do. Um, so that's one. The other, the other one that, um, that's a lot of fun is when you can do mirroring, right? So you can steer conversations with great power comes great responsibility. Um, mm -hmm. So you can steer conversations and people, people will tend to, no one actually, well, that's not true. Most people don't enjoy networking and are not pros at it. So they're likely not the most comfortable people in the room when you're talking to them. And so you can, you can steer the conversation with mirroring. We're like, what do you do? Well, what's, if you don't know me and I ask you what you do and what's the next thing you're going to say, what about you? 
Right. Right. And yeah. I go, so, so, you know, Oh, look, it looks like you're married. Right. And then you get to have that conversation and then they go, oh, are you married? Yes or no. You know? Oh, do you have kids? Like I see, right. I see that pacifier on your belt. <laughs> Shouldn't have brought that in. Right. But like, right. Oh, like, you know, so like you look for those opportunities to kind of connect. And, um, and we did, we always used to do a really big um, thing. There's always the guy that says, hi, I'm Remington. And they like hand a business card. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, that's creepy salesman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want that trash. <laughs> um, and so what we always used to do is we would have one, we'd have a receiving pocket. We'd have two receiving pockets. So for me, it was my back, my back left and my front left. And then I would have all of my business cards in my back right. And so we wouldn't provide a business card unless someone asked for it. And so that's a really easy way of doing it. Don't offer your business card, wait for it to be asked. And if you're never looking for an opportunity to present your business card, then you're most focused on having the conversation to get them to request it. That's good. And, And that's how we measured a meaningful conversation. Gotcha. And, and speaking of meaningful conversation, I think that's in my mind, like a third tip there is don't go looking for leads. Don't go looking for customers, look for meaningful conversations, bring it back to getting Mm -hmm. to know, like, and trust. That's what you're looking for. Get to know, get them to know you, get them to like you and trust them and trust you. And then, yeah, um, that's good. Cause I, I love networking. I love people's mm-hmm. stories. I love hearing those. I'm very curious. Um, and I just love human connection. And then if I can help you, awesome. Great. Sure. But, if, but if I can't help you, you'll probably know somebody that I can't help. Right. And so if I can yep. give, I love, the, I love how Ivan talks about that too, is that you got to be able to, your be specific. Yeah. Be specific. Because yep. if I tell you Remington, what I do and, and I can't help you, you have no need for me, but you're this next guy says, Oh, blah, blah, blah. I need whatever. You're like, right. You know what? Dan can do this, this, and this for you. And here we go. Right. Um, so yeah, I love that. Be specific. Yeah. One of my favorite things to ask, uh, especially in business networking events, you wouldn't do this in more like cocktail hour type stuff. So what, um, what's the best referral for you? Mm-hmm. So we're forcing them to start thinking about that. Right. So then they start, then they start like thinking about that. And again, going with mirroring, Right. But instead of they're likely going to come back at you with, oh, like we service this and this and this and this. And what we did, what we would do instead is we would just have, we'd have like, we have our hit list. I can't sound so negative, (laughs) but we have our hit list, which is almost like modern day ABM, right? Like they would say, um, you know, well, you know, what's a good referral for you? And I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't know his name, but the owner of Pool Pros. They do pool construction here in Fort Myers. Um, I'd really love to talk to him about those billboards. Perfect. Well, I don't know. I don't know the owner of pool pros, but I know the owner of pool XYZ constructors. They've been actually thinking about like it opens up that door while, you know, and the whole BNI thing is like asking for anybody is asking for nobody, right? Anybody that does this. Um, so there's a lot of like rooted lessons there that tie into marketing too. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you want to be everything to everyone, you're gonna be nothing to no one. Right. That's great for networking. Um, so let's get back to, uh, to the, the George and Dan show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No relationships for sure. Yeah. Let's get back to relationships. Mm -hmm. So you've grown, uh, impulse 
based yep. a lot on relationships, what I can tell. Now there's still like mm-hmm. a, let's put out a job posting. Let's see who knows sure. who. And, and that's the thing I admire too, is that like we have a, a current job posting right now for an inbound marketer. Mm-hmm. The first thing you did was share it with a team, say, here's what we're looking for. Do you know anyone? Right. And then like within a couple hours, it goes out public, but immediately you say, do you know anyone? Right. Uh, how critical are relationships to building a business? So I think, I think it comes down to like personal brand, you know, know, like, and trust. Like they got to know, like, and trust you as a human before they can know, like, and trust you as a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're still never going to trust the brand as much as they could trust a human. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so there's, you know, especially what, you know, I've known you for a really long time and I've known George for a really long time too. And it's, and I didn't go into that going, man, I'm gonna hire these guys. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Um, I didn't, I didn't know you at that point to, to be like, Oh, I want to hire these guys. But you know, with George, George, we had, you know, whenever he'd need something, he'd be like, cause he respected me. And he's like, Oh, if someone knows something about HubSpot that for some reason I don't, um, I'm going to hit up Remington. And then I'd either figure it out and have the answer. I wouldn't charge him. I'd just be like, Hey, I think this is the answer. Um, there's a couple of times that I did, but it was cause it was more, it was deeper. And then, um, and then even with you, like I saw you speak and I was like, man, this guy's pretty awesome. When like shook your hand, I was like, Hey, I'm Remington. And then I think we connected on, uh, it was the following year we connected cause we like rode an elevator that was a little freaky at inbound. <laughs> yes. And, yes. um, and we joined and we joined together on, uh, you know, on Facebook and then it just kind of followed you and your story since then. Um, it is intentional for me to reach out and like be and contribute as part of the conversation. But at the same time, it's also a great um, temperature check for me to make sure that I'm still like human. Right. Cause you can get, you can get really stuck in your cave. Um, and that's the one thing like in networking, if you stop getting networking leads, it's because you're in your cave. You didn't go out, right? Well, with social media, now you don't necessarily have to be all the way out of the cave. You could be like <laughs> at the entrance with reception. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I can but see that. I, can, I just I'm picturing like if you're on video, like there's Remington out there at the. Can I can I get it? Like, okay, sorry, <laughs> can I get sorry. it and still be sheltered at the same time? But no, like you know, and so like in the, in the partner groups on Facebook, like I contribute, I'm, you know, I always want to be throwing as much value as possible because I'm a true believer in that it'll turn back around and come back around. And it was great because, you know, the first place that George, um, you know, looked when he decided he wanted to move on was, was an impulse. And, and that was, that was great in a lot of different areas. And then with you, you know, we've, we had several conversations about things and, and the stars aligned. Um, but we already had a pretty good idea of who each other were as humans, which is a really big, like gamble in some cases, um, for companies and for employees, um, in that, in that aspect. But, um, but I wouldn't have treated you guys any different, you know, positive or negative. If, if it didn't work out that way, we'd probably be really great referral partners. Um, and I see that, I see that, you know, an abundance mindset really is how much, how can, Mm -hmm. how much value can I give? How much value can I give? Now, how much value can I get? Yes. Doug Davidoff always talks about it as value extraction. Like, don't be that guy. I don't love it. Um, I forget what the other, the inverse of value extraction is, but whatever. Just give value. In, infusion, maybe? <laughs> sure, sure. Value infusion. Uh, that sounds good. That sounds it very Star trek It does. Uh, yeah. So how, how do you think 
those relationships are built when it comes to um, experience, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about experience this season in, sure. in, in some kind of general way. Um, so, so here's, I, I want to ask that, but I want to first throw mm-hmm. in something. I think about like the Maya Angelou quote, everybody talks about people don't remember what you say about how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm probably bastardizing that in some way, but right. people remember how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. Is that what experience is when it comes to networking? Um, yeah, I think it's a, bi- a big part of it. I think trust is probably the biggest. Hmm. Like, you know, you can, that wallflower that is uncomfortably in the corner of the room. I'm a people watcher too. So just to take the creep level even further. Um, <laughs> but like the, the, the wallflower that's in the corner that looks ultra uncomfortable it's not that they don't want to talk to humans. It's that they don't want to talk to people who are like all crazy go-getter in the middle of the room, right? That person is as much of a human being as the next one. In fact, a lot, I know a lot of intellectuals that are wallflowers. I know a lot of intellectuals that aren't, but a lot of times you can find them and you can have those conversations. And some of the best relationships that I've had in the past and the ones that I can remember, they're not the ones, that, the cheerleaders that are out there on the front row right? Um, they are some of those wallflowers and, and those conversations and kind of jumping in and, and looking at how you can have that conversation. Those wallflowers also never get asked, like, how are you? Or what do you do? Because they're in the corner. And so I think it's, it's trust, but it's, if, you, if you lead with that whole giving mentality, it makes it easier to build that because people put walls up really quick. I mean, just think about commerce right now. If someone knocks on your doorbell nowadays or rings your doorbell, you don't answer it because you don't want that shit. <laughs> exactly. Phone rings. You're not my, you're not my database. I ain't answering. Right. Hell, Apple just turned on. Yeah. Apple just turned on a feature that it doesn't even ring for you anymore. Yeah. You know? And I think that, you know, the more we foster and focus on that relationship, you got to get in the phone in order to even get a phone answered now. Mm-hmm. Um, where, Thank God that we didn't have to deal with that in the very beginning, but you know, <laughs> technology's come a long way. Um, but yeah, I think it's trust, um, experience. Sure. But I think that like just being there, trust also comes through with follow through, right? Say you're going to meet someone for lunch, meet them for lunch. Damn it. Um, right. don't. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I kind of suck as a friend because like one thing will happen or another thing, but you just gotta, you just gotta work it and be intentional about it. I think that's probably the biggest, the biggest piece. It's funny because it sounds like it comes down to like super simple elementary. I learned this in kindergarten lessons yeah. of follow through, uh, be human, talk to people, yeah. listen to people, yeah. um, reach out to those around you, be empathetic. Like networking is not a rocket science. Now, I love how intentional you are about it, Lo, like right. where you put your business cards. Mm-hmm. The fact that you don't give out until you've been asked. The fact that you only want three meaningful you're not looking for 10 referrals like three right so like (laughs) like all of that it's 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 good to be intentional but it's so stinking simple yeah why do we get it wrong so often um because we think more is more Hmm. i mean think about it i was listening to i was listening to a um podcast episode i don't even remember which one it was but they said that oh you know what it's a 15 minute strategy podcast his dan Hmm. tire said this he goes, so what's the success rate on your uh, call center? Oh, about 1%. In what world is 99% failure rate accepted? <laughs> right? 
we're going to call 99 people and be okay. And it's good if one of them turn into, into business, like that's not relationship building. You pissed off 99% of the people that you called, right? Negative um, ROI. Yeah. Figure out one of them, you know? And, and so I think it goes the same way. Like you can't just, I, I use the sniper rifle versus shotgun reference all the time. I'm from Florida. All right. Um, but like, you've really got to focus on that sniper rifle mentality versus the shotgun and just like pray, pray, and, pray and spray, right? Like, pray and pray. Pray and pray. Thank you. Um, you know, you could, you could do that. Uh, it might work. It's not going to be as effective, but when, when the rubber meets the road, you really have thrown all sorts of weird things out. The, <laughs> when the rubber meets the road, like you really got to be able to know what's going to work and what doesn't. Otherwise it gets real uncomfortable. And I think people just throw more at it um, because they don't take a second to actually analyze what is or is not working. Mm-hmm. Sorry, awesome. that was a lot. That, yeah. No, this is, yeah, there's, there's some great nuggets in here. Uh, yeah. Keep this one short because it was so packed full, but I want to know mm-hmm. off base here. Yeah. Total surprise. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> what is your favorite book that taught you something to do with networking? My favorite book that taught me about, so it's been a long time since I read any books that specifically about networking. Um, the one that, the first one that comes to mind is um, Seth Godin's Purple Cow which I know you weren't expecting that one. Um, Seth Godin's Purple Cow talks about creating marketing that stands out, right? And imagine like a pasture and all the cows, you have some black, you have some white, you have some black and white. And like, you're one of the cows. Like, how are you going to stand out? If you painted that cow purple, that cow would stand out no matter what. Um, You have to find a way to, to stand out without without painting yourself purple in some cases. Now, my color way back when was, uh, believe it or not, red. I had, I always networked with red, um, a red shirt. And then impulse turned orange, thank God. And, um, and now like my thing is like, is orange shoes. And it's funny because it's conversation starter too. People come up and be like, I saw you the last time you were wearing orange shoes. How many orange shoes do you have? <laughs> um but yeah so i would say Seth's go in the purple cow and then um giver's gain is actually a book by ivan meisner um he has a couple and uh it is i think it might only be about be available to um to bni members but it's worth it and it talks a lot about the intentionality of it hmm. um i owe a lot of thanks to that whole process and and the commitment we put in there it was i think it was like six seven years and Rachel and I were built in separate groups. So mm, interesting. Even better. Working it. Working it. Yeah, man. Cool. So we'll link to those in the show notes. Yeah. That you can get on wayfindinggrowth.com and the episode information. So there you go. Ta-da. Excellent. All right. Any last advice for networking in the modern business world? Yeah. We um we I think we are becoming more and more reclusive to that uh, human interaction because it is either less convenient or um or more work. Um, or, or just like you have to interface with humans for real. (laughs) I think it's important. Um, and if you're thinking about like, Oh, I need to up my sales or I need to do more, you're going to have to interface with a human. The less technology in between you, I think the faster result you'll see.
Uh, and just as a, as a point on that, a fine point on that, just this week, I mentioned to you, I was looking for uh, to do some market research with some of our clients. I said, I've emailed them. You said, have you picked up the phone and called them? <sighs> and I was like, no. So I did. And no kidding, both booked interviews um, with me. So boom yeah, sauce. Pick up the phone and talk, right? That's right. Absolutely. There you go, man. Awesome sauce. Great stuff. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please share it. Post it, tweet it, gram it, email a friend. Give the gift of knowledge to someone you know that could benefit from it. And if you really loved it, please consider leaving a rating and written review on your podcast player of choice. And as always, go to wayfindinggrowth.com for resources and past episodes. Remember, we're here to help you navigate your business growth with strategic conversations and insights from experts in multiple industries. Thank you for listening to Wayfinding Growth.